0: I love living the hunt life Along with my kids and my lovely wife Taking in the land that the good Lord made And doing the things that make this country great Doing my part to keep the things in line Respecting the land that's yours and mine No doubt about it, this is right here is a good life It's living the hunt life welcome to the on-air home for the brotherhood of hunters welcome to the hunt life outdoor show brought to you by hunt life take aim and now here are your hosts jeff Loggeman, kevin favor and kirk waltz
1: good morning and welcome to the hunt life outdoor show i'm jeff Loggeman, and kevin favor across the table for me good morning kevin Morning, logs. Morning, Kirk. Kirk Waltz. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing very good. It's a nice, cool morning this morning, and, <laughs> and you know we're we're approaching. Well, we actually have entered uh, somewhat of a turkey season here in in, uh, in the South, and that you know we have some youth seasons that are starting up. Alabama starting up. Florida starting today. Up. Yep. You know it's getting all cranked up.
2: Yes, it is. And, and the uh, weather's so comfortable right it's now. It's
1: beautiful, you know. And and one thing that's kind of surprising is that we have hit the uh, the pollen season very early in the South. Yep. Which you hate. Which yeah, I mean well, I'm just it eating, tears you up. I'm eating allergy pills left and right. <laughs> like uh, vitamins. And uh, which which means it's turkey season and yep. I'm carrying a roll of paper towels in my back <laughs> yep. pocket, you know? Which is a good thing. Hey, uh big thank you to Jason Edney who was our guest last week. Yeah. Uh fantastic guest and what a great story on his 167
3: inch, I think it was seventy six. Seventy six yeah, backwards dyslexic well, hey, yeah, in five eighths
1: and five yeah, eight. Man, yeah, don't, don't, forget don't, the five don't, don't forget
3: the five eight. Yeah, yeah I am,
1: I, you know what? The best part about talking to Jason is, is I'm looking forward to talking to him face to face. Yeah, because you're going up there. Turkey I'll be in hunting. Nebraska in May, and uh, you know, boy, there's more tur- turkeys there than you can shake a stick at. Mm. I mean, when he, when he was talking about the roost, I mean, literally, there's roosts that he's got there that were 200 birds.
3: I know. I, I can't imagine yeah, that. I I remember the first time, the very first time that you went up there. You know, because basically, you know, you and I and Kirk, we've hunted birds in the south, mm-hmm. and and we'll—I mean, it's not an exaggeration to say we've hunted a bird for three weeks. A bird. Oh yeah, I hunted one for and, seven days in yeah, Georgia. Yeah. I well, called them the seven-day bird. It, well, these it, are like jungle birds. Right. They're so thick around here. Exactly, and, and then Jeff comes back and he goes, "Dude, I was six inches in poo." No, I, <laughs> I, I, honestly, and uh, we, we literally had
1: a roost. Real And my buddy Buzz got it. Don't, don't ask me how that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buzz, that's a shot at you. He paid for yep. it. When yep. You, when you went under this tree, it was a couple giant pine trees in Nebraska. And you know Nebraska.
2: Right.
3: Mm-hmm. There, there's not giant no trees. Pine trees. Yeah. yeah, no trees. And it was
1: in this bottom canyon, and it had, I mean, trees I couldn't wrap my arms around them. And I got 38-inch sleeve length. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, these are big
2: trees. Yeah, folks, he's a big
1: guy. A- about... About six of them, uh-huh. and literally, you could take a ruler and stick it down in the ground, and it was almost ten inches deep of turkey crap, like a cow, like a cow patty, and and it was nice. nothing would grow because of, I guess the the nitrogen level is so
3: high
2: Jurassic in turkey, turkey poop. <laughs> Jurassic <laughs> turkeys. So
3: yeah, here we are. Only, only Jeff would go back in the truck and and, and, and get you know get the a
2: camera, and take a picture of the
1: poop. Well,
3: that and, and actually get something to the point to where it's oh it's ten inches. Mm. <laughs> Here's two things you know you got a problem.
1: Okay, because something else happened to me this week. Okay. Number one you is, found is more you're excited poop? about how deep the poop is. Uh huh. Okay. One is turkeys. And number two is when you get a banana and it's palmated, you go oh my god, this is a palmated banana just like an ailer. I had a banana this week that I pulled out of a bunch. You're, you're sick. And it was palm, And How many people look at a banana? Plantains are palmated. Yeah, and go, holy cow, this thing is palmated like an animal. Yeah. You, you sure it wasn't a plantain? That's how we have a problem I, here on the outdoor uh, All right, we've uh,
3: got a guest today. We do. And I'll tell you one more problem. I didn't realize. I tried to make my flights to nebraska mm-hmm. this week you, I guess, you're going out there archery yeah i'm going out there archery i guess you can't do it more than six months in advance i was trying to get everything lined up dude and it's it's you know march march he's already <laughs> fired up for archery season all right last
1: week we we talked about having a special guest on and he is actually in studio with us today and folks it's david howling good morning david good morning guys and morning, we've Dave. had we've had david on the past yeah. Right. And uh obviously we're you know in all these different markets now and uh so we're going to act like we've never had David on. Okay. Because we you know we have talked to David you know time and time again.
4: What, 2-3 years now David? Yeah, I think this is a third year Third year. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, you know, but there's a lot of folks that haven't heard David and and first and foremost if you want to kind of follow along, you can go to David's website and it's com, and it's h a l l o r a m David Halloran TurkeyCalls.com again H A L L O R A N is the last name and uh, the website's new. It looks good.
4: It is new, yeah. We uh, we revamped the whole thing this year and it turned out really good. It's been getting a ton of hits and keeping me extremely busy. So uh, as as long as it slows down in turkey season, I can go out and yeah, chill yeah. With, you know, get after him a little bit. But uh, it's it's been a great year. Been uh, been selling a bunch. Been great response with the, with the new stuff and. Just looking forward to the future, seeing what happens with it. And uh, the website added a lot of video. That it That's did. the
1: big thing that I
4: noticed. Yep. I've got you know video clips of how to run a bias call, how I run a bias call, um, friction calls. We've got some turkeys getting shot I'm not watching there.
1: that video of how you run a box yeah. call.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you sold on it. it nah, <laughs> he, he, I run it backwards. Right. You know, I, I actually
1: hold the uh, – I move the box part and hold the paddle. Right. And Whereas most people hold the box part and move the paddle, I do it opposite. Mm-hmm. Like I said,
4: I'm dyslexic. <laughs> well, more of that down south too. I see that a lot at, uh, when I go to shows and stuff down here. A lot of people run it like you do. Um, and if you're comfortable with that, if you've done it your whole life, you know it's not a bad thing to do. If if it works, uh, like Kevin said, if it's broke, don't fix it. Right. <laughs> um, but if you want to just advance and be able to do a little, you know, a few more things on it, it's it's always a good way to try it uh, the the way that I use it. And I mean, I, I can play the box all different ways, but the the way on the website is sort of a good a good way to start out especially if you're first if you're starting off you know start like that you, you can be much more versatile with it so all right
1: so when we first met david mm-hmm. i mean you, you talked to a lot of turkey call makers and some of them are legendary
4: mm-hmm.
1: uh i mean holy cow throw some names out there that have been you know idols of yours in the turkey call making well, the, business the
4: late dick kirby who just i mean dick kirby the there's not a name months, bigger the best way yeah right um, there's the ben Lee, you know we there's there's a whole whole list of them. D.D. Um, Adams, mm-hmm. which, uh, I mean, there's there's the award that I won last year that's named after D.D. Yeah, Adams. Yeah, and, so and, and
1: I'll, I'll, for, before we go there, because I, when, I, when I talk about all these turkey call manufacturers, most of them are older, have been doing it for a long time. When I first met David, I was like, God, oh, he's kind of young. <laughs> we all said that, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I guess that's a sign of we're getting old. Right. But how old are you? I'm 24. He's 24 years old, and I mean, most people don't think of a 24-year-old that got into making turkey calls. I mean, it just doesn't happen. Mm -mm. It kind of happens gradually, I guess, for for most turkey call makers. And How in the world did you ever get into making turkey calls?
4: I started, well, I I never turkey hunted. Uh, My dad never turkey hunted, and we can't start in New York until we're 12 years old. You can't can't even... Which is a stupid rule. It's Mm -hmm. stupid. Come on, uh, man. they (laughs) They need to change that, but when I was 11... Um, my neighbor up the road took me out turkey hunting, and I just sort of sat with him. And we, you know, he didn't kill a turkey, but I, I heard the gobble, I saw the turkey coming and strutting, and I was. After that, it was over. Like, like happens for a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a it's a done deal. When you first see that and hear that, mm-hmm. you're, 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 hooked. you're hooked. But uh, I sort of took it to another level. And my dad, you know, has always owned a construction business, and he's got a big wood shop. And he sort of just showed me how to use everything out there. I mean, I was 12 years old, and he's showing me how to use table saws and belt sanders and joiners and all that stuff but uh, come here son he, <laughs> that's, right. that's right and he, he just helped me along with it and it one thing led to another you know i did it through high school um got my degree in civil engineering i did it all through college and now i'm out out of school and still making turkey calls and enjoying life and getting to hunt all over and it's it's a lot of fun
1: so and i remember when we first talked to you a couple of years ago you weren't quite sure that you were going to make this kind of a career right it's i mean you got a degree in civil engineering i mean i mean you got you you studied that because your dad's in construction yeah you're yeah. thinking well maybe i'm going to go into the family business but your, your turkey call business is taken off
4: right and it's uh it keeps me very busy i mean this time of year it's it's kind of out of control because it's you know I'm, I'm out doing a lot of pr stuff trying to go to shows meet people um and to me it's, it's still a small business i don't want it to get i never want it to get really big um, i'd rather keep it kind of medium scale where I where I get to meet all my customers and, and you can
1: handle it yourself.
4: Exactly. You know, when you let when it starts getting in other people's hands, that's when you're you know things start going downhill and you can't keep the quality. He says up. that now.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, until Will Primos calls him up. Yeah.
4: And you're you're based
1: out of New York. Yep. Uh, and we are actually correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, our our Chrome Dome producer back there, uh, Utica and Syracuse, correct? Correct. Three stations okay. up there. Yeah. Okay, we've got three stations up there. Uh, where out of New York are you based out
4: of i'm south of buffalo so uh about an hour south of buffalo kind of where new york pennsylvania and ohio come together um so it's it's an interesting spot because you can be in pennsylvania in 20 minutes you can be in ohio Ohio in less than an hour um so it's it's a good spot to be you can hunt all three of those states yeah that's convenient it's the part of new york that nobody knows about that that it's it's really nice you know it's there's not a ton of people we're seven or eight hours away from new york city so so your first call,
1: which one was the first call that you ever made? Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm mean, i talking uh, yeah. about well, the first call that you ever made that became
4: that became popular. That became popular. Um, now, I'm not
1: talking about the award because we're going to get
5: that in yep. a minute.
4: It was probably the the cackling crystal that was just a cherry pot um, crystal over glass that that was that sort of got everything set. And I I won the uh, the Pat Nelson Award, which is the Midwest Turkey Call Competition. I won that when I was I think 14 or 15. So. That was a big deal. That sorta of got, got did, the name did, out did there. Did you
3: win it or did somebody else win it running the call? The, the call won it. So the call yeah, won it. Okay. these are
4: these are most contests I enter are working call contests. Um, mm-hmm. which helps my business more than anything. If, if five judges say that my call is better than the other ones, that you know, that's gonna help call sure. sales. So. So so so
1: you weren't actually running it, but but it was your call that was in a contest, and was it for specifically pot calls? And and first of all, describe what a pot call is, because a lot of people are like, "Okay, pot is that marijuana?" (laughs) It's not.
4: Uh, Describe that to people. Pot call is it could be a glass call, slate call, ceramic call, aluminum call. It's any pot style um, type call they use a striker with, you know. With a striker. Yep. So any surface, and I just call it a pot call or friction call, and then. You know, box call is just box call. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's yeah, that's I mean, pretty self. There's, there's no describing it. that. I mean, exactly. everybody knows what a box call yep. is. At least they should.
3: <laughs> and if they don't, I don't know what planet they're living on.
1: <clears throat> but but it's not my planet.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I talked about going shed hunting last year. I got texts going. You know, what, What's what, a shed? Why, why why are you looking for sheds? Yeah, <laughs> they, they thought I was out there like, yeah, yeah yeah. I was at Home Depot or something. You know? No like, no yeah. no no. Chris, no, no. Chris just yeah. Chris yeah. just,
1: yeah. Shed, the, just <laughs> shed that. Chris just said that. Yeah. And I'm not even thinking of what the real, I guess, most people's common definition of a shed is. Really? I'm not even thinking of that. I'm like, well, what is another definition for shed? When you just said that, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what else a shed is. I mean, what else could a shed be?
0: The first time you mentioned a box call, I'm like, what do you want to call a box for? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: Lord. New kind up. of telephone? Social media. Yeah, that's right, great.
6: And
1: we're going to get into a lot of things about, you know how to run turkey calls, which ones you like for different uh, things. But you, your calls really took off, and it wasn't this uh, 2011 season at the NWTF convention. But in 2010 mm-hmm. in Nashville, you won an award that is really the most prestigious turkey call-making award that there is at the convention. What is it?
4: It's the D.D. Adams Award. And what what that is, It it's the best-sounding um, friction call in the nation, and they pick they pick one every year, and I was the youngest person ever to win that by
1: probably and at twenty the time, years, wow. twenty twenty
4: three. <laughs> yeah, yep. So that that was that was a big deal. And actually, my slate call they, they kind of break it down into, you know, you'll have glass um, slate, and then other which other would be your ceramic or your aluminum or copper or any other surface. And actually, my slate call got a first place out of all the slate calls there. The crystal got first place out of all the crystals, and they picked the crystal to win the, the, the overall. overall. Yeah. So that was, I mean, and if you ever if you. If you've ever seen how many turkey calls are in that thing, it's it hundreds. Gets, it gets even more impressive, yes. Yeah, hundreds of them. Yep. All right, folks, that's you're listening cool. to the Hunt Life
1: Outdoor Show, and uh, we have a special guest today, and that's David Halloran, and he's a 24 year old turkey call maker. And folks, uh, I use his turkey calls. I, I use got them. a box call, and I think I have six pot friction calls, mm-hmm. uh, and love them, absolutely love And we come back from the break, we'll start talking about how to run the turkey calls, different sounds to make, and you can follow along with us, okay, if you want to kind of see what he is using, go to davidhalloranturkeycalls.com, and we'll be right back after the break.
6: Connections. That's what life is really all about. I'm Major Harding, president of HuntLife. At HuntLife.com, we've created a place for you to connect with those who share your passion for the hunting experience. With a free HuntLife.com membership, you'll be able to swap stories, information, and insight with hunters from all over the world. You'll find useful information on equipment, outfitters, and all the regs and red tape for your neck of the woods. At HuntLife.com, you can even keep a journal of your hunt straight from your mobile device and upload pictures of your latest and greatest hunting experiences. You can even flip on the radio and hear the latest episode of the Hunt Life Outdoor Show while you browse through all the great stuff we've got in the Hunt Life shop. Hats, shirts, decals, and more. Become a member. It's fast, easy, and absolutely free. And join the online fraternity of hunters. Connect with us at HuntLife.com.
5: America's number one camo pattern just got better. All-new Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. Twelve years of research give it unequalled effective design. Together, they break up hunters' outline like never before. Check it out in stores or online at Malsio.com. Break up infinity for Malsio. It's not a passion. It's an obsession.
7: There was the explosion, and I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery, and. Uh... What's going to happen next? The Wounded Warrior Project said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more,
6: call 1-877-832-6997 or visit WoundedWarriorProject.org.
0: Show.
1: And you can catch up with us throughout the week by becoming a fan of Hunt Life on Facebook. You can share an interesting article, post a question, put up a great picture, or give us a link to a great article that you found and comment on what everyone else is saying. Just search for Hunt Life on Facebook and make sure you like us, like most people do anyway. Most I hope people so. in the outdoor industry. And you can start living the Hunt Life with us every day on Facebook. And we are uh, back here in studio with David Halloran, the young turkey call maker. And David, uh, you win this award in Nashville in 2010. What happened to your call making business after that point? Because once you win that award, your name and website are mentioned almost in every turkey call magazine, hunting magazine that's in the nation.
4: Yeah, and it. Uh, I mean, it really helped out a lot with that. And the, the Crystal Mistress is a call that won it. And the the best part about it for me though was it seemed like that. Last spring, I was I was selling more of these calls, not because I mean, I, I, somebody would call up and, and want the Crystal Mistress, and I'd say, "Oh, did you hear about the D.D. The D Adams award?" And they'd be they'd just, they'd say, "No, but my buddy got one, and, and we just went out and killed a turkey with it, and I want one, you know." So, you know, it, the initial um, recognition was great, but after that, it was the call that was uh, it was just you know selling all over the place, and, and this year as well, this Crystal Mistress call is hot. So. And the Crystal Mistress is glass, right? Yeah, it's and what when you call crystal and glass um it's a they call it a borus disc and what it is if you look at glass on edge it's blue or green crystal is clear so it's just it's like a pure form of glass and, okay uh, and it's over slate there's a slate soundboard in it so so
1: for the call when when you're at this contest and I think I was there that year uh, cuz I sat with you when they were doing some of the turkey calling competitions All Right. yeah uh how do they determine what's the best call? Is it somebody runs your call, or is it just on the table and all the judges go up and try it?
4: it? Yeah, it's a panel. I think there's five or six judges that go through these calls, and they go through each one. You know, they'll do all their calls on each one. It's it's basically ease of use and general sound, you know, whether, whether they can do each call, key, key, cluck, purr, yelp, everything on it, how easy it is to use. And then there's a the last category is, is you know, looks. So basically what it is, it's it's just how good of a turkey call is you know it doesn't doesn't have a lot to do with the look
1: All right, so you got uh, one here in studio give us yep. give us a little sample here of this dd uh, dd lewis dd Adams. dd D. Adams. football dd adams <laughs> dd lewis, lewis. no you don't know dd D. lewis i have no idea who D. Oh, no. Yeah. this
3: is anyway. the ray lewis
1: yeah All right, go
0: ahead <laughs>
2: That sounds pretty. Mm. You
1: know, the best part about it is, is he's not moving it all around. <laughs> I mean, when you, when you go to this turkey call in the right. national commission, I, I mean, guys are walking around the stage, and they're, they're, they're working their mojo, and the body's moving all over the place, and I'm going...
2: What is with that? You don't they, they do just, that
1: when you hunt turkeys. They so why are like you Doing turkey. that on
0: stage, they do. <laughs> I know, oh yeah, I know. I've seen I've, it. Yeah. I
2: mean, it's almost like they're they're blown up, like they're strutting. You yep. know, that's got to be and one of the funniest things out. to
1: ever watch is to go to the to the turkey calling contest and watch the guys on stage walk around looking dumb. <laughs> when
3: you're when you're when, when when you're sitting there and and you have you know one of your pot calls up there in this contest, yep. You know, you're obviously you're you're the maker yep of, of this pot call Is, and you said there's like a hundred pot calls up there's
4: there. probably I'm thinking I'll bet you there's five or six hundred pot calls
3: okay yeah. are all the makers in no. the audience
4: no and it's actually I mean it's it's all behind closed doors there okay there's it limits the bias you know you can't be standing there watching them play it you know so okay. it's all behind closed doors they go in and they do it for like all night long but until they finally get to where they need to be with it but wow so okay. it, that's interesting the way they do that, you know. I mean, the turkey, turkey. calls
1: first and foremost they're pretty because they have uh, different, co- uh, I guess you could say, colors of wood in them. When you make a, a pot call, wh- what what does the wood mean? I mean, does the wood contribute to the sound of the
4: turkey call? Yeah, it's. I mean, the wood is basically what you're building these things out of. Makes a huge difference, and, and I've made every mistake in the book. You know, like I said, I start when I started out. I had no idea how to make turkey calls, but I didn't go. A lot of people now are trying to make turkey calls, and they go right on the Internet and ask somebody exactly how to make a turkey call. But it's just like the way I started turkey hunting. I made every mistake in the book. Um, I didn't ask anybody how to do it. You know, you got to trip and fall on your face a few times, and then you you, you get a lot better at what you're doing that way. So, um, But, yeah, the, wood, the wood's a huge part of it. Um, I mean, every little detail that goes into these things makes a difference, which is what I've learned through doing it for 13 years here, so it's just a lot of trial and error and, and getting to know. Like we were at Ford Riley's studio and uh, I asked him how long it took Wildlife to do a painting. Wildlife artist who's yeah. a good friend of ours. right? Yep. And he told me uh, he had a really nice canvas painting he was working on I asked him how long he'd been working on it. he said about forty years. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean that, that's one of the best best things I've ever heard somebody say because all the time I have people ask me how long does it take me to make one turkey cone. Obviously doing it for thirteen years I've gotten a lot faster at it. I've gotten you know it's just a more efficient process, and when you tell somebody how long it takes to make one, they're, they're, it makes them think, you know, you can do it in that amount of time. And but when I tell them it takes thirteen years, it makes them appreciate it a little more, mm-hmm. you know, because it's got a lot of work in one of these. How so do you what, make? How do you make them? I mean, I mean, if, hey, if, I, if I, mean, I said the, that on the radio, yeah, <laughs> if I you, well, kill
1: you. How, how do you? How do you? Act? I mean, because obviously, you got to get from a block of wood to this perfectly round sanded thing what what type of tool actually does the cutting to make the roundness of it and everything
4: I use several t- I, I use a router a belt sander um, table saw joint every tool in the shop that you could think of um, is used on one of these calls so that's how long does it take as far to make, as make I'm one call go call with that. there's people I mean, in New, New York, York listening years. to this I mean obviously <laughs> we, we all know that
1: but I mean to make a turkey call how long does it take
2: approximately
4: to make one turkey call to so make one turkey call 13 years <laughs> see,
0: there it goes
2: again. Well, and you got to think about it. His dad was a woodworker. He's using his dad's wood shop, and it's something that was passed down. Was your grandfather also a carpenter too, or electrician? Yeah. So I mean, all the
4: trades. Yeah. I mean, we, we actually,
2: go. when you think about it in terms of that, it's longer than thirteen years because you're using some of your father's experience of putting together wood. Because I can That's see it. it looks like a piece mm-hmm. of furniture, and it and it's you know Thomas Elf, who was a famous furniture maker in the uh, 1700s uh, in Charleston, South Carolina. Everything you see that guy made was just a work of art, and that's what David's calls are when so you look at them. So I'm
4: going with 47 years now. <laughs>
2: oh, I, I would. I would because you're looking at a piece of art. I mean, you look at the wood, and it's just not just one piece if of wood. If it's taking
1: you 13 or 47 years, David, you'd be broke.
4: <laughs> i not far from it.
2: I like turkey on and, and a lot. You, you charge a lot
1: more for a turkey call than you, than you charge now. And I think that's the thing that probably impressed me most, of that you have turkey calls that have won awards that first and foremost are functional that most people can use that can make sound good. Uh but your your cost to be honest with you, David, I, I mean what how
4: much is a slate call? I've well, got slate calls that go from forty five to fifty five, you know, some yeah. glass crystal calls fifty to sixty five. I yeah. mean I mean those are those are very affordable. Yeah, yeah those are yeah. reasonable. Yeah. In yeah. today's market, I mean there's Simple calls that are they're selling for eighty to hundred and some that's dollars. That's what right? I'm saying. Yeah. But
2: but you know what the Toyota Corolla was really cheap when I was young. It was thirty five hundred dollars, and you can't touch one now for about thirty five thousand dollars. So
3: no, but I think that, yeah, that's, but, but that's but we're the not thing all sixty. Yeah. That's <laughs> the thing that impresses oh, thank
2: you very much. You know. Neither am I. But
1: <laughs> that's the thing that impresses me the most. Is I mean, that your turkey calls are a Great. very reasonable price to where you're not yeah. uh, pricing anybody right. In yeah. the market. Right.
4: I like yeah. to keep it that way because I mean I know a lot of people who can't afford to go out and buy a $100, $150 call. And and they still love to turkey hunt. It's what they do. It's probably why they can't afford it, because they turkey hunt so much. You know? how, how, <laughs> many, how many calls did you sell last year? Last year? I don't have an exact number. Um, I sold over 1,000 calls last year. Wow. Um, this year it'll be more. It's Things are picking up. But there's a lot of expense involved in that, too. You know. I, oh, yeah. And a lot of what I do, all the turkey hunting I do and trying to get film. But every time I go somewhere turkey hunting, I'm always trying to meet new people um because if they can sit there and say i bought a call from david holleran and i met him i sat there and talked to him he's, he's a good guy that that just is going to help you know and but if you have to call up and talk to somebody else that doesn't even make the calls and order a call and do things like that it's just you've taken the, the personal touch out of it right. which turkey turkey hunting hunting in general to me is it's all about relationships and getting
3: to meet everybody so. when, when when we had you in studio last year you were kind of iffy about you know going full time and and, and did winning the D.D. The Adams, I mean, did, did that just kind of take you over the edge? Like, okay, you know what, I, I, I can be the best at this, and this is something that I really need to concentrate on. Yeah, and it's I took it
4: a step. You know, each year it's getting a little bigger, and I'm going to see where where it goes. But over the, in the summer and the fall, um, I build, build houses with my dad. He's got the construction business. I enjoy doing that. It sort of takes me away from this a little bit. But when I'm doing this, it's, you know, Seven days a week, mm-hmm. daylight till dark in the shop, which I don't mind up there, it's you know, there's snow. You don't want to be outside, at least I don't. Unless it's, <laughs> it's if it's buffalo. deer season I can tolerate it. Right. But after that, the shop is a really nice place to be. Got a wood stove in there, I can hang out in there and make calls all day, you know. But in the summer, mm-hmm. fall, I like to deer hunt, um, deer scout, do stuff like that. It's it's and it's more of a, a lot of people say it's 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 like artwork. if I'm not in the the mind frame, they just don't turn out right.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? you got to be in the mood. That's right. In the mood. All right, folks, you're listening to uh, the Hunt Life Outdoor Show and our special guest today, David Halloran, David Halloran com, And when we come back, it's time to put these calls that have won all these awards to use. Mm. We want to hear some sounds from these award-winning turkey calls. And we'll be right back after the break with David Halloran.
6: You can tell a lot about a person just by looking at them. What they wear speaks volumes as to who they are and where they stand on a number of things, from their favorite team or the place they like to eat to what they really believe in. I'm Major Harding, President of Hunt Life. When you see someone wearing a Hunt Life shirt or hat, you'll know some things about them right away. You'll know they're passionate about the outdoors. You'll know they invest time and energy and funds into preserving and protecting wildlife because they care about it. You'll know that they enjoy sharing the hunting experience with everyone they can. And you'll know that, for them, hunting isn't a hobby. It's a way of life. If you're a hunter, it's time you told the world what kind of person you are. Visit HuntLife.com and browse the Hunt Shop for hats and shirts and decals and more. And while you're there, become a member. It's fast, easy, and absolutely free. And you'll connect with a world of people who share your feelings about hunting. Take aim with hunt Life.
5: Since the first days at Mossy Oak, we've been about getting close to critters. That's what drove us to create Original Breakup more than 12 years ago. Today we're doing it again with all-new Breakup Infinity. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. Twelve years of research give it unequaled, effective design. Hey, check it out in stores or online at Mossy Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camel pattern, just got better.
2: I've
1: been a member of the Federation for 18 years. The Federation stands for good stewardship of the
4: resources and preserving our hunting heritage. Through those efforts, I want my kids to be able to enjoy the same privilege that I have. My father joined the Federation for me, and I've done the same for my children. Jakes, women in the outdoors,
1: and wheeling sportsmen. They want to be the best conservation organization in the world.
0: Outdoor show. And, hey, folks, if you want to check out some cool logo to apparel
1: that's like nothing else you've ever seen, go to HuntLife.com and check out the logo to apparel that HuntLife has. We are back with the HuntLife Outdoor show, and we obviously have our special guest in studio, if you've been listening along, David Halloran, and he is a turkey call maker. And then, David, uh, you started making pot calls, which was really your bread and butter at first. Mm-hmm. And then this has kind of been interesting to watch the progression over the last couple of years because it was the pot calls and then all of a sudden the box calls, you started working on them. Uh, give us a sample of, of one of your box calls. You, right. You've got one there in front of you.
4: Yeah, no, the box calls have really picked up lately. Um, and that's that's a little bit tougher to get your name out there with a the box call. There's, there's a few, you know, you're, they're few and far between on the good box calls, but now more and more people are starting to use um, some of my bias calls, and it's just word of mouth, and it's, it's keeping me very busy with the bias calls as well this year.
1: And there, there's probably nice. more box call makers. Uh, that I mean, holy cow! That are that are good, and and we know one of the best, and Mr. Fred Stokes. Yeah, yeah. I mean that yep. that's, that's the, mm-hmm. the box call that really is my bread and butter, and I think more turkeys have probably been killed with a box call than
4: maybe any other. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's something you know, like I said at the seminar this week, people just take for granted on a box call. They'll, they'll just they don't practice with it. It's it's something that you can give a four year old and they can make a turkey sound. Um, but if you get good with a box call. It's something that turkeys haven't heard that much. So if you really work on a box call, it can be the most turkey-sounding call in the woods, um, if you're good at it. And after that, you know, look out turkeys because I, I kill a ton of turkeys with a box call. Just just because more diaphragm calls and more friction calls are being used um, in today's turkey hunting than box calls used to be used, and it's it's a great great tool to have with you. What did you start hunting with, Kevin?
3: Uh, slate call. Kirk. Slate call.
4: Yep. David.
1: Slate call. Slate call. I mean, yeah. And see, my first call that I ever used was a box call. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's so many different uh, call manufacturers, and I'm talking the box store box calls, yeah. you know, which you can walk into all the different superstores that have outdoor products, whether it be a Cabela's or a Bass Pro Shop or a Gander Mountain or whatever. And they all have a million different box calls. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, they're pretty good. Yeah, uh, I mean, what was it? The uh, the Lynch's box yeah. call was my first one ever, and holy <laughs> cow, it, it sounded great. Until I tried to adjust a few things and probably used the wrong chalk. And and on that note, for people that don't know, you have to use a certain type of chalk
4: for a box call. Non-oil chalk. And where if, do you find it? If you use that? regular chalkboard chalk, you're going to screw it up pretty good. Um, you can find. You can buy. Chalk for box calls, and you know, in your big box stores, or you can go to an Ace Hardware store and get it like a half moon block of blue chalk, carpenter's chalk. That's what I use. I use the blue right. chalk. The blue carpenter's chalk, blue carpenter's is chalk. greaseless chalk, and that's what that's you right. want. Yeah, that's the good mm. stuff. I've too. seen a
1: lot of folks that uh, have a box call and they go and they buy white chalk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like, I can't get this thing to sound
3: right. Yeah, <laughs> it's just putting grease on it. You're putting yep. grease yeah, on it. Once you do that, it's done. Yeah.
4: I don't know if you can ever kind of get it to recover. Right, I mean, you can that. use sandpaper and try and sand that out, but uh, a lot of people, when they start using sandpaper on a box call, they can screw it up pretty good um, if if you don't know exactly what you're going to try and be doing. So,
2: Yeah, been there, done that. Some
4: important turkey calls
1: <laughs> that, that people need to learn, and this is more for, from a, a skill standpoint of, of applic- you know, people want to know how to use a turkey call and how to make the calls that are going to have allow them to have success. Mm-hmm. What is your bread-and-butter turkey call's?
4: Now, I'm not talking about which one. I'm talking about which sounds do you like to make. You need to be able to yelp, cluck, and purr. Mm -hmm. If you can yelp, cluck, and purr, you can kill them all day long. All
1: right. Give us a sample of of those three things on on one of your calls. All right.
4: I'll yelp on a box call. Okay. And that can be, you know, it can be as simple as a four-note yelp. And then you can pick it up with an assembly yelp, you know, which is... You know, eighteen, nineteen notes long, um, but it's the same. It's the same principle. And on a box call, you're leaving the, leave the lid on the side. A lot of people want to, you know, yelp, pick the lid up, yelp. You want to just leave the lid on there. When you're bringing the lid back on the side, it won't make a sound. So just leave it on there the whole time and just drag it back and forth. So constant
2: contact is what you're saying. Exactly,
4: exactly. Yep. And that's that's probably the biggest mistake I see people make. No matter how they hold the box call, they're lifting the paddle off the box or the box off the paddle, trying to yelp on it and each turkey is going to sound different, but they all have a rhythm. You know what I mean? It's hard to have a good rhythm if you're picking that paddle out the box. All right, so uh, that was the yelp. That was the yelp. Yep, cluck and purr. I'll do that on a slight call. Um, that's going to be your easiest bet is use a slight call for that. And that's just a content call. It's a feeding call. Um, that's what turkeys do when they're comfortable. So that's that's deadly, you know. I know a ton of people that just sit there and cluck and purr and kill turkeys. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a lot more patient than I am. I like to get them. I like to get them fired up, hear them gobble, and you know, try and make them come running in. But you can sit there all day long just cluck and purr, and half the time you're going to kill the bigger turkey. You know,
1: one of the biggest turkeys I ever killed was was uh, with Parker, mm-hmm. and uh, a good friend of ours. We he's potato farmer uh, in Florida, and I had a turkey that was gobbling his brains out. 60, 70 yards just out of sight. And I just started uh purring with a little you know cluck mixed mm-hmm. in. And he finally came in. Uh and you talk about a a content turkey sound, that's it. Yep. And it took him probably a half an hour to finally come over and investigate what this where this purring was coming from. Yep. And one of my
4: best turkeys ever. Yeah, when it's when it's his idea you'll you'll usually kill him. Yeah, so, sometimes you got to make it his idea, but after that, you know, all you got to do is keep your head on the gun.
3: And, and is, let's talk about turkey hunting, real specific. All right. Calls that you make without a call, be simply for the fact that, that a lot of people carry a wing mm-hmm. with yeah. them. Oh, I know, do I mean, exactly. And the other one is one that I've started using in the last four or five years is scratching and leaves,
4: which is huge. Well, I mean, it's, yeah. it,
3: and, and, and you, you know, you you think about turkeys. Oh, don't move and but listen, if, if he's out there 40, 50 yards and he's and he's hung up, I'm telling you, dude, if you start scratching the leaves, it's 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 interesting what, what they will do.
4: And if you watch turkeys scratching the leaves, it'll, it'll be three scratches. Right. You know, scratch the leaves three times and pause. And then wait, scratch the leaves three times. And if you watch turkeys feed, that's what they'll do. Yeah. And it, it's strange, but that's that's what they do. And if you can, I mean, you can kill them without using a turkey call at all and just doing that. You yeah. Know, if, if you have a wing, fly down with the wing and then scratch the leaves. I shouldn't be saying that because...
3: <laughs> well, no, I well, mean... Hey, but,
4: unless but, unless but, I sell wings.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Which maybe you should. There yeah. Yeah. we go. Yeah. Like but but, but you, can, you, you can kind of combine that because <laughs> if you watch turkeys enough, when they're scratching in the leaves, they're purring. You yeah. know, it's a contempt yep. call. you know So you can kind of combine the scratching in yeah. the leaves with the purring. Oh, it's deadly.
4: It is. it is. And, that you know, that's basically if you go out and watch and spend time watching turkeys and, and uh, spend some time with them, that that's what you hear most of the mm-hmm. time. You don't hear a lot of racket um if something if something happens and but if you watch them all day long you will there'll be some point where you will hear some good hen talk but Mm -hmm. the majority of the time it's just soft stuff clucking and purring Mm -hmm. content well i think people don't realize
1: too how well they
4: can truly hear Mm -hmm. oh Oh, you know
1: they can pinpoint it from from forever all right folks you're listening to the hunt life outdoor show with me jeff Loggeman and kevin favor kirk waltz and our special guest david howler and we come back uh, David's got something new and exciting mm-hmm. uh, that was just released, or actually this year, available at davidhallerandturkeycalls.com, and we'll get to it right after the break.
3: As a hunter, we all know that perfect morning. You wake up early before the sun. You have a cup of coffee, grab some snacks, and start towards your stand. You have waited for this morning all year. The wind's perfect, the temperature's just right, and the bucks are in full rut. You sit in the dark, straining your ears for any little noise. The sun finally starts to filter through the trees, then it happens. A doe comes by you on a fast trot. You immediately clip your release to your bow because you know he is coming. You hear a loud grunt and see antlers. It's a buck, a big buck. You stand up trying not to concentrate on the antlers. Your hands are shaking. You can't control the trembling in your knees. You draw the bow back praying the buck continues down the trail. But as big bucks do, he turns. Your heart sinks. You have a decent shot, but not one you're comfortable with. You decide to let him go. Even though you're disappointed, you can't help but think just how cool that was. The folks at Hunt Life, they know how you feel. That's why they started Hunt Life, so we can share our outdoor experiences with each other. If you know this feeling, visit HuntLife.com.
5: Because Hunt Life knows, it's all about the outdoor experience. You want to get really close to critters this fall? Then you'll have to try all-new Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. Twelve years of research give it unequal, effective design. Together, they represent the most dramatic, high-tech leap in the history of camo. Check it out in stores or online at MossyOak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camel pattern just got better. We know the
1: future of hunting depends on our nation's youth, but did you know that in many states it's illegal for you to take your son or daughter hunting until the age of 12 or even older? As a result, we have fewer young hunters, and the Families Field program is designed to eliminate those barriers. Hunting is safe, and the safest hunters afield are young people with adult mentors. Visit our website at familiesafield.org
2: to find out how you can bring more families afield.
0: And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor show. All
1: right, now we don't have too much time left, and let's get on with it here with David Howland, turkey call maker. And, David, uh, you came out with something new, actually two things new, but let's talk about the big thing first, which is a diaphragm call. Yep. Because, I mean, most people, diaphragm calls, I mean, Kevin, you've been through this. I mean, to, to try to find a diaphragm call that works for you uh, is very difficult.
3: Well, yeah. it, it's it's tough to go and, and, and look at all the diaphragm calls because uh, you did a seminar for us personally yep. this week. The worst thing about buying a diaphragm call is you don't know if it's going to work. Exactly. And, and once you take it out of the box and stick it in your mouth, it's yours. <laughs> you,
4: can't, yeah. you can't take it back
3: after yeah, that. And, and, and nor- <laughs> yeah, and yeah. normally, you know, you, you buy a pack of like three... Mm-hmm. And one of them will work, maybe yeah, and yeah, maybe, and, and and you chunk the other two, yep you know and and you actually sent me th- uh, three of yours your new diaphragm calls, and i 'm able to run all three of them and, and as a matter of fact, uh, we were talking about this uh, mm-hmm. off the air i 've got a fourteen year old son who just absolutely loves to turkey hunt, and he wants to do it by himself this year, and he 's able to run that diaphragm call I mean, it 's amazing,
4: which is great, and that 's that 's kind of what I was looking for a lot of a lot of the mouth calls out there today um are made for a a select few you know it's Mm -hmm. heavy latex stretch real tight and it's hard for me to blow them i gotta you know you gotta blow so hard your eyeballs pop out you you really gotta blow hard on these things to get to get good sounds it's hard to call soft on them there and there are select few that can make them sound like a million bucks right um i'm by no means an expert mile car i can call really well on friction calls box calls it's kind of been the only thing i've ever done um but I had a need to make mouth calls there's a lot of people who liked the way my other stuff sounded it was easy to use and they figured you know if, if i made mouth calls they would they would like them and they'd buy them so i got some some nice presses built and i've been getting into the mouth call thing and the, the main thing for me was make a mouth call that everybody could use or instead of one out of ten people being able to use it g- give me eight out of ten mm-hmm. you, can use it, you know and they might not be a world champ turkey caller but they can kill a turkey and that's I'm just out there trying to kill turkeys. I'm not trying to get on stage and win some contest. Right. That's what it's about for me. Right, well, so. a lot of
2: times, too, the physical dynamics of a, of a mouth call, for me, for instance, I have a very na- narrow palate. Mm-hmm. And if I put a big call in my mouth, first thing I do is I gag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then and the other second thing is you guys laugh because I sound like a coot duck, you All know? Right, well, yeah. we, well, Dave doesn't sound like a coot duck. Give us some samples from, the,
1: uh, from right. the mouth calls here because we've only got about a little a minute and a half, maybe. All right. I, I got a, I got a the the three mouth calls set from you the other yeah. night, yep. And I'm looking forward to trying them. And uh, what type of latex do you use?
4: I use <laughs> prophylactic latex. <laughs> 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 yes,
3: that's <laughs> much, because
1: you said that the other great. night,
4: and I'm thinking, Poor uh, that's Trojans great. Go a there we in the go. All their latex. A, yeah. And the I'm number not... one thing with these mouth calls is I'm using a lighter latex that's not stretched so tight, so they're easier to use. You know, that, that's the main thing about it. So where where, where do you get the, that latex. Um, <laughs> Rubber gloves? Actually, it comes from that factory, and a place cuts it. You know, for me to make my calls with it, but so I'm not actually, you know, taking it out of the package and cutting it. But <laughs>
1: that's what I was wondering the other you... night. I was like, "But well, david has got a pair of scissors and he's opening yeah. them up. Like, How do you get all that gr- that stuff off?" <laughs>
4: but I said the glowing the glowing the, glow the dark models coming. Oh my gosh! Down the toilet,
1: <laughs> folks. David Howler, and if you want to get some of his turkey calls, David Howler and Turkey Calls dot com. It's H A W L O R A N. David Halloran, Calls.com. David, thank you uh, for spending some time with Great, us. Today. not a problem. And next week, folks, uh, I'm going to be in Iowa mm-hmm. at a, a charity pheasant hunt, and there's going to be a lot of outdoor celebrities there. And so stay tuned for our guest, and go to HuntLifeOutdoorShow.com, and we may have it for you this week. Bye-bye, everybody. We'll talk to you next week, same time, same place.
0: Thank you for listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Be sure to check out the very latest in the Hunt Life by logging on to HuntLife.com. The Hunt Life Outdoor Show is a product of Hunt Life Productions. Copyright 2011.